me if you want to live. Hell was that? <laughs> I felt the seas coming. Okay, we're good. False right. alarm. Uh, hello, and welcome back to a podcast on Fury Road. We are your hosts, Mark and Brooke. And this week, we are coming at you with my pick of October. I wanted to do a little bit of a spooky action movie, so I picked The Mummy from 1999. Nice. Can you believe that this movie is 24 years old? Nope. Crazy. I know. We're old, dude. And the kind of shows. But we'll get to that. I'm gray. I'm getting some gray. I'm A lot of movie. gray. I meant the movie, but that's oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been a while since I've watched this one. Um, yeah, I'm too. happy I picked it, though. Yeah. It's kind of like a classic from when we were growing up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, before we talk about this movie, we will do our box office booze and news. Nice. That doesn't make sense. Box office news and booze. There we go. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking uh, I had a beer finally, so I'm drinking nice. uh, Cottage Springs Blueberry Vodka Water. Nice. Yeah. I'm drinking a Cottage Springs Lemon Lime Vodka Soda. Nice. <laughs> well, cheers. Yes. All right, what have you watched since we last spoke? Um, quite a bit. I've been pumping out the movies. Um, been kind of hopping on your train, trying to watch as many horror movies and 2023 releases as possible. So, uh, Death Cows. Okay, so um, watch the new slasher on Prime, uh, Totally Killer. Um, I really liked it. Uh, our friend group, meaning just you, me, and Josh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> liked it. Um, seems like we're in the minority, though, because everyone else kind of didn't love it. Uh, I liked it. It was a good slasher. I agree. Um, Throwing the Haunted Mansion from 2023. Um, it was okay. It just felt like a movie made for a Disney ride honestly yeah didn't love it didn't hate it just kind of meh yeah i watched hidden figures finally because finally it's been talking about it for so long uh it's a really good movie nice. um yeah it's not even special uh, i watched a new one um on a list i found of top 20 top horror movies of this year um all of them aren't released yet but someone was on here and looked interesting uh, has your boy, was his name Kyle Gallner? Yep. 
Um, don't know how I feel about it. I think I'm going to rewatch it again, but it was weird. But yeah. <laughs> but I watched another Kyle Goldner movie. Uh, <laughs> he's on fire this year. Uh, the Passenger. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, I like the concept. Uh, I wish we kind of got some more backstory on his character, but uh, yeah, he's an underrated actor, man. Like, I only remember him from Scream 6. No, Scream 5. 6. Is it? He was in the newest one, yeah. No, he was in 5, was he? No, it was 6. I don't think he was in New York. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, it was six. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to double check because you got me second guessing myself. Okay. So I'm like, um, I feel like he was in something else too that I watched. Uh, watched a Scooby Doo for a very special occasion. Um, I won't talk about that one too much, but uh, if you're interested in our thoughts, go subscribe to our Patreon at any tier. So, yeah. Yeah. Watch another 2023 movie, uh, The Puppet Man, which is on Shudder, and I really liked it. Um, wild movie. Wild ass movie. Some of the kills were insane. Uh, then watched a movie from last year, uh, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. <laughs> uh, hot trash. Uh, like, so bad. Did not think anything could be worse than Jeepers Creepers 3, and... It did like some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. Just bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Well, it went from worse to really good. I uh, just watched a movie tonight called The Devil's Candy. Um, <clears throat> I fucking loved it. I didn't know what it was. Just kind of threw it on and looked cool. Didn't look at any ratings, and instantly like fell in love with it. This is an all-time favorite for me. Uh, yeah, I probably did really well at the Toronto Film Festival in 2015 when it premiered. Um, I think you'll like this movie as well. It's great. Yeah, I might check it out tonight whenever we're done. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of shit. <laughs> I've been trying to watch a lot more for October. So nice. Yeah. So you were right. Gallner was in Scream Five. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I admit defeat. Um, I I don't know. I thought. He was in with like the whole Samara weaving kind of no. death montage thing. Yeah, he was the asshole that got killed. Yeah. They were fucking up his car or whatever. Yeah. I was thinking it was in six. Um, but he was also in Smile. That was probably the other movie oh, you were yeah. thinking of. That was, yeah. Yeah. All right. As for me, let me pull it up. Uh I also watched the Puppet Man. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I do want to give it another watch. Uh, just, I don't know. I feel like it could be a higher score for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out if you haven't watched it already. Um, I watched The Haunted Mansion as well. I didn't hate it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, mm -hmm. It had a lot more emotion than I was expecting it to have, mm -hmm. um, which is a good thing. Um, but I think it was just like, it was a good, like introduction horror movie for kids. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched the monsters, which. Oh, nice. No, <laughs> did not like it at all. <laughs> I don't know. It had some redeeming qualities, but overall it's just not good. Where did you watch it? 
Is it on Prime? Hmm. Or Paramount? No. What did I watch it on? I think Prime. Oh, Crave. Okay. Crave? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Somewhere. One of the fucking 15 streaming services that I have. Yeah. Uh, we took the boys to watch the new Paw Patrol movie. Nice. Um, that was fun. Um, All Hallows Eve 2. I checked that out. I never watched the second one, so figured this would be a good time to watch it. Nowhere near as good as the first one. Yeah, I got to watch both of them. You never watched the first one? No. It was pretty good. Uh, obviously, watch Scooby Doo. Um, and then I also watched the Spirit Halloween movie. Dude, I've been like, every time I'm on Shutter, I see that and I'm like, do I want to watch it? I don't know. It's not worth your time. Is it like a fan made movie or is it like a legit movie? No, it's a legit movie, but it's like the worst fucking written script I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh man, it was so annoying listening to these kids talk. Oh yeah. Shit. Like, gosh darn it open the darn door <laughs> shut up um and then i also watched totally killer um i fucking loved it dude i thought it was a really fun movie uh it had like feels of freaky and like happy death day yeah um just i don't know it was really fun i thought it was great and uh i don't know i know a lot of people like you mentioned aren't huge fans of it but whatever mm-hmm. To each their own. Yeah. I love the mask too. Yeah, it was cool. I'd like, like to know. So like, different, right? Yeah. I'd like to know, like, is it a mask of an actual person or? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I recommend checking it out if you're a fan of slashers and mm-hmm. and those movies that I had already mentioned. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm just getting over an illness. So if I like start to get a squeaky voice mm-hmm. it's been happening periodically okay okay people at work are making fun of me they're like you're going through puberty <laughs> nice. Fuck off. all right going to the box office numbers from last weekend uh there's number five okay so keep in mind this was last weekend um number five was the creator which came in at 4.3 million uh, number four was Saw X, which was 5.6 million. Number three, the Paw Patrol movie, 6.8 million. Number two, The Exorcist Believer at 10.9. And to no one's surprise, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, opened up with a $92.8 million domestic weekend. Jesus. Yeah. Fucking, pizza fucking insane, dude. All the NFL fans going to watch yeah. the Harris tour. With their Travis Kelsey jerseys on. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with their her fans going to see this, whatever. Like, that's awesome. Good for you guys. That's fucking cool. But then they go on letterboxed. And it's just mm-hmm. like five star, five star, five star, five star. This is the best movie I've ever seen. Oh my god! Fuck off! Like I was reading some of the reviews, and I was just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, like someone, one of the comments I'm paraphrasing was like, "Um, this is how people who saw the Titanic in theaters must have felt." 
Oh my god, it's a concert movie. I know. That's what <laughs> drives me crazy, man. It's like it's not even a movie, it's a concert. Oh <laughs> uh... whatever. It's just I don't know, it's annoying. Cause now like that's gonna be on the letterbox top two fifty movie list. I don't I don't think they have musicals on oh, they don't have like it's like musicals or documentaries. Oh, okay. On their list. Well, that's good then. Cause I don't want to yeah. have to watch it. Yeah. It's bad enough all those Barbie movies are on the animated list. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Yeah. Cause like if I ever want to complete that list, I'm gonna have to watch these stupid ass fucking animated Barbie movies. Well, it's good then you have a daughter. That's a good point, actually. Now, yeah. That's fair. Okay. It's a little bit better, I guess. All right, what do we have for 4Ks? 4Ks. 4Ks this week. Well, we got Barbie. Nice. Um, I caught it. I disappointed because Oppenheimer hasn't gained released on physical to like November. Like, fuck, that's so long. Mm. Uh, Honda Mansion, a pretty sick fucking steelbook. Not gonna lie. Can you scroll over a bit? Your screen's like super zoomed in. I can't see it. Is it? Uh, oh, that is cool. It's weird because it looks fine on my screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a cool Wicker Man steelbook, too. Yeah, I saw Letterbox is giving this away, but all their like giveaways are in fucking the UK. Really? Yeah. Did you know that Jared Leto played that ghost in Haunted Mansion? I did not know. The headless ghost? Yeah, I had no idea. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we got the blob. Nice. Um, Pretty sick fucking steelbook. Uh, the way we were. I mean, don't really care about that. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat Legends uh, cage match. Okay. So That's animated, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not a very exciting week, but uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Might buy Barbie. Yeah, I probably will too. Yeah. I still haven't watched it yet, but. Oh, yeah. You've watched it, didn't you? Yeah, I watched it in the theater, yeah. 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 Oh, now that's out on VOD and shit, too, I can always rent it if I don't want to buy it. Yeah. All right. Ready to start talking about this movie? Yes, sir. Okay, like we said earlier this week, we're talking about The Mummy from 1999. Starting off the synopsis, at an archaeological dig in the ancient city of Hamanatra. How, how do they pronounce it? Hamanatra? Hamanatra. Sure. <laughs> an American serving in the French Foreign Legion accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for the reincarnation of his long lost love. Just your typical love story. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Stephen Summers, who did the 1994 live-action Jungle Book. Um, I remember watching that when I was a kid. And yeah, it was me good. too. Uh, he did Deep Rising, The Mummy Returns, Van Helsing, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. And his last directing credit was actually Odd Thomas. Oh, that's cool. Which stars Anton Yelkin, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. I really liked that movie, though. Yeah, me too. It was good. Um, 
I realized I forgot to do the resumes of these actors, but oh well. Um, starting off, obviously, Brendan Fraser, 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 who plays Rick. Uh, Rachel Wise plays Ev- Evelyn. John Hanna plays Jonathan. And Arnold Vosloo plays Imhotep, who is the mummy. I was giggling while I was watching this because he's Imhotep. And we did an episode on Bubba Hotep way back in the day. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, that's funny. <laughs> um, I have four honorable mentions. Jesus. Uh, Jonathan Hyde, who played uh, the British guy that was with like the bad Americans. Um, he was in Anaconda, mm. which we did an episode on. Um, Eric Avari played the librarian that Rachel Wise worked for. Yep. Uh, Patricia Velasquez played um, uh, Anaksun Namun, who was the uh, mistress, the lover, the dead lover. And Oded Fear played uh, the guy who like led the rebels. Ardeth. Hmm? Ardeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was in Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo in the same year. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if you had anybody else to add to the list or no. The uh, study coordinator, co- co- stunt coordinator, can't there say that go. word. Uh, the same guy that did uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Meat and potatoes. What? Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Dig into this. <laughs> let's do it. Um, so let's just say this right off the bat because I don't want to keep bringing this up through the whole movie, but the CGI in this, for the most part, is not good. That's being nice. Yes. It's fucking downright horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Now, it's funny because, like, everyone just automatically goes to the sequel as having some bad CGI because obviously the rock and that whole thing of him being the scorpion cane mm-hmm. is terrible, but no one talked about this movie. And I honestly forgot. <laughs> I haven't watched it in so long. So like, I don't remember obviously, but mm-hmm. yeah, some of the CGI is just its bad. So bad. Like it did have some really cool, shots in it but for the most part like with emotep like either as a mummy or like kind of like partially Mm -hmm. as a mummy like yeah just not good at all the way like his mouse was like whenever they first wake him up and he's all like slack jawed (laughs) it's just fucking terrible yeah yeah but uh but yeah so pretty much opens up um you meet Emotep, he is basically having an affair with the pharaoh's queen girl, um, Anksu Amon. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but you know, um, close. close. Uh, they are pretty much <clears throat> like lovers having an affair, and he ends up killing the pharaoh and she ends up killing herself 
Um, and he says, like, I will resurrect you. And then they pretty much bury him and throw all these scare beetles in there with him. And, you know, they say that this is like the worst way for someone to die because like the beetles like slowly eat him. But in every other scene, the beetles eat people very fucking fast. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make a comment on that too. Cause there's one scene towards the end where there's like a thousand beetles chasing after the group of them. And one of the, uh, one of the guys that's working with the Americans, he like trips and falls and the beetles run over top of his body and they don't even stop. They just yeah. run over top of his body and he's just gone. Yeah. There's this like steam coming off his body. Yeah. 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 Uh, so now it fast forwards, obviously uh, a few thousand years, I'm guessing um, to uh Rick. He is with, uh, like you said, uh, who's it, the French army or something? Yeah, the French Legion or something. French um, Foreign and, Legion. And they are at this place uh, called <laughs> Humuna, Humanaptra. Yeah. Humanaptra? The City of the Dead is what it is. Okay, that's, let's go with that for the rest of the podcast. It's a little easier to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's at the city of the dead and there is a kind of another group there who is led by Ardith. Um, they are pretty much like bandits who kind of protect this city basically. Yeah. And, uh, they're like fighting and we meet, uh, Rick's good old friend, Benny, who is, He's a funny character. I like Benny a lot. Um, I love Benny, man. He's a piece yeah. of shit, but I loved him. <laughs> he is, yeah. But like getting shot at and like Rick saving his life. Like, come on, buddy, let's go. And Benny runs into like the tomb by himself and then like shuts the door. And Rick's just like, don't you shut that door, Benny. And Benny's just <laughs> laughing at him. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, and Rick is getting chased by a bunch of these guys and comes up to this like uh, statue. And then all of a sudden these bandits, they stop and they leave. And then you, he looks back and there's like this statue and like whispering. Then he leaves and you see this like face in the sand, just like appear and float. That's our first scene of awful CGI. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it fast forwards to three years later in Cairo, Egypt, and um i gotta say the actress that plays rachel wise i've never really been attracted to her yeah but in this movie uh man i don't know she is pretty damn hot in this movie yeah there's someone better yeah just like like... her her accent Mm -hmm. she's like that damsel in distress kind of thing that they do like play on later in the movie yeah um but yeah, she's like super, super smart. She can like read and write ancient Egyptian, like uh, decipher hieroglyphics. So she's like super smart. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be and, such an interesting thing to be able to do. Yeah, I know, right? Like to decipher the hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. That'd be fucking so cool. Um, So she like knocks down this whole library. She's sitting in there with, uh, I didn't write his name. The keeper of this library um 
Yeah, I can't remember what his name is. And he brings her in, and then all of a sudden, um, Jonathan comes in. And at first, I didn't know that they were brother and sister because they kind of like were like acting weirdish. Yeah. And this scene, like, kind of like, I don't know, lovers, but the brother and sister, he has this like key that was used to uh, close the coffin that um, Emotep was buried in. And she immediately knows what it is and they open it and there's like a map in there of the city of the dead. And I love like the librarian guys just looking at it and all of a sudden just like burns it. <laughs> <laughs> and they like freak out and they find out that uh, there's one guy or no, Jonathan stole this from a guy in a prison. Um, so they are going to this prison to ask questions and you find out that it's Rick mm-hmm. and uh and I love Brent Fraser in this movie he he's so charismatic yeah and like it's really like unfortunate that he went away for so long but clearly he was dealing with stuff so you know I was reading in an interview uh after I was doing all my notes for this movie because I wanted to know how many of his stunts he actually did. Mm-hmm. And he actually did all of his stunts in this movie, mm. um, including the scene that's coming up that I'm sure we'll talk about. But uh, he mentioned that he wanted to do all of his own stunts because it made him feel better because of mm. how much money he was making off these movies. He was like, I need to like put my all into this shit to yeah. like kind of justify the price tag that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him doing all of his own stunts through all these action movies that he was in, um, it really took a toll on its body and he actually needed like a whole bunch of surgeries and like treatments and like, uh, like a partial knee replacement. Uh, he needed something done with his spine. So that's why he kind of put acting on the back burner for such a long time. Crazy. And like, even now he's come back now, but like he, well, he doesn't have the body that he used to have, but like he doesn't no. do action movies anymore either. So yeah. Yeah. He's kind of really toned his roles down. Yeah. But it's just crazy to think about. Cause like we almost take actors like that for granted. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing it for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just, it's crazy that they're putting their bodies on the line, their lives on the line. Like Frazier almost died filming this movie. He had to be resuscitated. Like, it's like it was fucked yeah because that hanging scene that's coming up he actually did that wow yeah but like you think about him and then you think about like tom cruise Mm -hmm. and like all these big budget actors that do their own stunts and it's like wow yeah yeah shit uh but i just love rick in this scene like him meeting uh evelyn and jonathan and like Mm -hmm. he's so like He's so like bad boy, but like not really. Like he's yeah. so suave with how he like looks and how the way he acts. Like, uh, was that she's like asking for help and he's like, "What do I get of it?" Something like that. And like she like leads in, he just like grabs her and kisses her. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, if I'm gonna die or something, I want like one thing or something like that." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then obviously the hanging scene. Anything that. With like the introduction or them like with him that you you liked? No, I just I second all your thoughts. Like I thought it was 
a good first interaction between um Rick and uh Evelyn. Yeah. And uh it, cuz he, he like he's been in this prison for 3 years now. So his yeah. hair's long, he's fucking filthy. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going to his death. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought it was a good first interaction and it really kind of set the tone with their relationship. Mm-hmm. Cuz like even in that first like I don't know two minute scene where they meet yeah. each other like they're already kind of flirty a little bit like even her yeah mm-hmm. um and one character that totally took me by surprise who I absolutely loved and wasn't in it for nearly as long was uh Hassan mm-hmm. the um the the warden of this prison yeah uh so he's actually uh he's a stand-up comedian um, oh is he yeah his name's Omid uh I'm gonna butcher this. Uh the D G D J A L I L I. Um, so he's an actor and a stand-up comedian, but I thought he was so funny in this movie. Like him and Benny, like their comedic timing was so spot on. Yeah. Like I love this scene with uh <laughs> he's hitting Rick and Evelyn shows up and she's like trying to get the guy not to hate him. And they're like bickering back and forth, and he's like, "Oh, no, Hanum, I don't care about him." And then he's like, "Hanum," and they're going back and forth, and she's like, "He's the only one who knows where the dead city is." And he's like, "Hold on, the dead city," and she's like, "I'll give you, I don't know what is it, ten percent of what it is." And he's like, "Fifty percent." She's <laughs> like, "Twenty uh, percent," and he's like, "Forty percent," and then she's like, "Thirty percent." And he's like 25%. And she's like, deal. <laughs> <laughs> and he like thinks for a second. He's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I like the line too, whenever she's trying to get him to uh like whenever she first tries to get Rick down, she's like, I'll give you a hundred pounds if you uh if you don't hang him. He's like, I'd pay a hundred pounds just to watch him get hanged. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good one too. Yeah. Um so he ends up uh letting Rick go and they meet the next day on a boat or later on. And, you know, they're getting ready to get in the boat and then Rick pulls up and Evelyn kind of, she dropped her panties a bit because Rick cleans up good. Yeah. He's got the clean cut hair and she doesn't even recognize him. Yeah. Like Jonathan's like, who's that? And it's just like, Oh, it's Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, one of my favorite scenes of this movie that I remember the most of is the whole boat scene. Um, so the boat scene, we meet the other Americans in this movie who are also looking for the uh, the dead city. Uh, you get a little bit of flirtatious stuff with Rick and Evelyn. She ends up leaving. Um, of whenever. Evelyn leaves and then like Rick hears something and then he sees like you just see like uh Benny's shadow. You instantly know that it's Benny just because of the way he looks, like the shadow. Yeah. Like pulls him out and he's just like, oh Benny, old friend, and Benny's like trying to like buddy up with him and stuff like this. And then, <laughs> and then just fucking tosses Benny off the boat. And he's like, Well, Benny, I'll see you later. <laughs> Benny deserved it. But he's great. Yeah. Uh, so 
Evelyn is in the room and uh, Argus men, the uh, Magi. Is that their names? Yeah. Okay, the Magi. They show up and they're trying to get this little uh, key thing from her um, to try and find the map mm -hmm. uh, into the Dead City. Um, and there's a, some like good action scenes. I love the there's a lot of like comedic stuff in this movie as well. Um, mm -hmm. I like whenever Rick and her are chasing after them, like they're like leaned up against the wall. And then Rick's like loading his gun. There's like gunshots like getting closer and closer. Then like Evelyn pulls him away. And then she just like looks at her, like gives her a dirty look, like, <laughs> come on, I can do yeah. this. Yeah. Um, anything uh from that kind of little scene that you liked you wanted to bring up? Uh nothing in particular, no. Just I don't know, it's a good action scene. There's always like there's something about like pirates i guess maybe maybe because i'm a fan of pirates i like pirates yeah so like the whole like jumping the ship and like having big fights and battles on board like yeah. i don't know there's just something cool about it yeah like we see it a lot and obviously pirates of the caribbean and mm -hmm. i don't know yeah just yeah. something neat about it mm -hmm. agreed uh so the magi end up like burning the whole thing i love the little fight with uh Evelyn and the one Magi and then Jonathan shows up and like accidentally saves the day <laughs> ends up like set the guy on fire <laughs> yeah um so the whole boat catches on fire and everyone jumps off and they like go separate ways and I love like I don't know exactly like if it's like a little like canal that they're in but mm -hmm. I love at the end, whatever they're on, like the one side, and they hear like Benny like yell over at Rick, like, ah, Rick, uh, something, something. We got all the horses. Oh, yeah, we got all the horses. And he's like, Benny, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> and Benny just looks around like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, the one thing I kind of wish I we got more of is like, I wish we had more of like a bigger actor for like one of the American guys. The one guy I thought was cast for Van Dean at first. The one that gets his eyes taken out. Uh, was it? Oh him? no, the blonde, play the blonder guy. Yeah, like he kind of had like a I don't know, mm. nice hairstyle and stuff. Yeah, because he yeah. had his sunglasses on whenever we first met him, and I was like, oh shit, is that our boy Casper? But it, it's yeah. not. Like I wish they would just got like one like actor we may know because mm -hmm. like i didn't care about them at all yeah you know mm -hmm. and even um like the guy from jumanji uh that like british guy who's on their side like yeah he just didn't get enough of him like mm -hmm. that whole side of like the americans trying to find this i just felt like could have been more with better actors well, yeah, better actors like they were fine, but I don't know. I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, so now they are at the Dead City. They're inside um, the tomb. And uh, this is where we get like our first kind of like, I'd say like the real like adventure kind of feel to this movie. Mm -hmm. um, like the opening, this scene you get, uh, they're in like the treasure room place and there's all these like beers that very felt very like uncharted yeah like that classic video game puzzle yeah 
I agree. I, I was starting to feel that too. I was like, this is uncharted before that was even a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so they're basically in the room where they made all the mummies. And this is where Evelyn is like telling Rick about Hemotep and like the terrible things that he had to go through and stuff like that. Um, and the Americans are there with Benny. And this is where we first see the scarab, scarab, Beatles mm -hmm. and uh they're as sick as like I remember from watching yeah. it as a kid. Like I don't know, there's something about them like this. Like they go really quick and like everyone's terrified of them. Like they're more scary than Emotep himself. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid watching this movie, because I was 10 when this movie came out. Yeah. I was terrified of these scarab beetles, dude, because I thought they were like they're legit things, but mm -hmm. I thought they were like around here. <laughs> I was like, am I going to be like walking through the forest one day and I'm going to like come face to face with a thousand of these fucking scary beetles. Yeah. But I don't think, do they still like, they're not extinct. No, they wouldn't be extinct. Obviously. I have no I idea. Do bugs even fucking go extinct? <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There's just something that was like, terrifying about them mm -hmm. and like the one scene that stands out the most for this movie for me is uh fuck what's the name hassan the warden yeah like yeah. his death later on yeah fucking wild uh yeah there's thirty five thousand different species of scarab beetles see like what the fuck dude there's do we have any in here 290 species in canada Oh, dude, those little fucking green beetles that we have, those are scarabs? Yeah. Well, the one in this movie These is like things. the is the Egyptian scarab beetle. Yeah, yeah. But like these green ones that we have, I see them yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's cool. And then you got the ones that are rolling around shit. Dumb beetles. <laughs> um <clears throat> And uh, so the movie really picks up here because you're getting like that kind of adventure style and more into the horror side of this. Um, I love whenever the Americans are like, they found some sort of tomb and the Americans are starting to like break it open. And then like the American guy or the, the British guy is it's like, no, don't stop doing that. Like, let the diggers do it. Mm hmm. And you just see like <laughs> you just see this group of like poor, poor looking, like just sad looking Egyptians. Egyptian dudes <laughs> who are probably slaves, honestly. They like start picking up the thing, they're like going at it, like almost get it open, and then like the British guy's like yelling, like, hurry the fuck up. And then like they open it, and they'll see this like fucking uh heat pop out and like they're, they just instantly burn away and like you learn that it's like salt <laughs> acid that's like a trap and it's like fucking poor guys, man. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a fucking wild ass booby trap for like 1290 BC or whatever yeah. it was that this started. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so before this, we do unfortunately see our boy uh, Hassan take a beetle in the face starts off in his foot yeah because he goes off on his own and finds i don't know some 
thing has all these scare beetles on it. Like mm-hmm. they're like it's obviously not dead because he like fries them off, but they're stuck there. He's like, ooh, golden beetle, taking them off, and then like one like drops on the floor and you see it like come alive and roll up his leg and then it goes into his skin and like rips his shirt off and you just see this like oh it's it's terrible cgi but yeah like you see it going up his like chest and uh into his face and like up in his face and he ends up dying but uh i love his death though (laughs) because um evelyn and jonathan and rick are just like walking down this like hallway and he comes flying out around this corner, screaming at the top of his lungs, just holding his head. And he just yeah. fucking runs beelines right into this wall down at the other yeah. end of the hallway. Yeah. Uh, so they get out of the, the tomb and the uh, the Magia, they're attacking. And they're like going back and forth. It's a pretty like quick action scene. Um, mm-hmm. And then the leader of death, he can, pre- he can kill uh, Rick, but he says like, you have one day to leave the city of the dead or you will die. So Ardes like, I don't know. He's not a bad guy. No, right? he wants them to survive. Yeah. He doesn't want them to fuck with this. Cause he knows that what's down there is bad. Yeah. Um. So they, they go back and they find Emotep's coffin um and they find the the black book the uh amen Ra, i think it's called is the book of the dead um and jonathan or Evelyn, one of them say that if you awaken imhotep then he will bring with him the 10 plagues of egypt mm-hmm. um i don't think we see all 10 but we see a good amount of them right yeah we do uh so there's like um boils and warts on people mm-hmm. the locust swarms the locust which is cool to see yeah uh the sandstorms maybe yeah the sandstorms um the uh like the fire falling from from the sky yeah it's like fucking yeah. meteors coming down kind of thing yeah. yeah uh i think the the beetles were one of them too i think probably yeah yeah and um but yeah, they uh, they awoke Emotap and bad just as soon as like the coffin opens and you see like him come like alive, man, it's it's so bad at <laughs> CGI, it's but terrible. Um it's still it's fun to watch, but mm-hmm. yeah. People need to stop fucking around with books of the dead. Literally, my note in here is bad things happen when you read from old books. Like <laughs> don't fucking do it. Yeah. And like, I don't know, she's a smart girl and yeah. she knows what this book is. She's like, why are you reading this out loud? Silly. Mm-hmm. One thing I wanted to ask, do you think Amandra St. Brown's parents watched this movie? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. As soon as I said the title of the book, I was just like, ah, that's I wonder funny. if he was born in 97. 99? 99, sorry, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so yeah, the locusts, they they come out and then Dude, he was born in 99. Was he? <laughs> yeah. That can't be a coincidence. Uh, when did this movie like what month did this movie come out? So he was born in October. Let me check this really quick. That's so funny. 
there's got to be like another meaning for that name though there's no way they named him after a book of the dead so this movie came out may 7 99 and he was born october 24th 99 maybe they watched it in may whenever she was pregnant yeah and they're like hey that's a really nice name mm-hmm. uh meaning Tuh. amonra is an egyptian sun god hmm so Egyptian sun god, supreme god of the universe, in whom Amun and Ra were merged, principal deity during the Theban supremacy. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So they're all leaving this uh, tomb. Um. Everyone's trying to get her there, uh, except one of the Americans. Uh, they're running away, and unfortunately. He loses his glasses like our uh, our good friend in um, My Girl. Yeah. Uh, and apparently he can't see worth a shit because he's <laughs> asking for help. And then, of course, fucking Benny, the fucking asshole, steps on his glasses. Yeah. Won't help the guy. <laughs> Just keeps on running. Fucking coward. <laughs> so the guy gets the scene was actually pretty scary not gonna lie mm-hmm. um he gets up i i love the camera view in this because it's like very faint you can't see what's happening and like you hear mm-hmm. these sounds and um Emotep basically attacks him and takes his eyes mm-hmm. and one thing that really really bugged me that is so fucking dumb is Emotep should be wearing glasses. <laughs> right? He takes that's, his eyes. That's a fair point. Could he not be blind like him? You would, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm just picturing <laughs> oh, this fucking like zombie mummy thing wandering around with these big fucking glasses on his face. Yeah. Because the scene, whenever fucking Benny somehow takes Emotep's side like a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's like, uh, who's the Frankenstein helper? Igor. Igor. He's like fucking Igor. Um, I love this scene when they're in like the hotel room and they have uh, this American by himself. He lost his eyes in his tongue. He can't speak. Mm-hmm. He has like the thing. I love this scene. Like Imhotep is sitting there and he's just like covered in this like a sash with like a metal mask. And obviously mm-hmm. the guy, American can't see him, but he starts freaking already because he knows that someone's there. Yeah. And like I was expecting whenever he took off like the mask and like I, I was expecting to see glasses on the mummy's face. <laughs> Fuck, that would have been <laughs> funny. Uh, that would have been great. But it looks absolutely terrible. Uh, with the the eyes and his face, oh man! Yeah, it's, it's very cartoonish CGI. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. So Emotep thinks that Evelyn is. Excuse me, got the, some burpees. Um, Anksu Amon, his ex lover. Yeah. Um. Well, does he think that? she's her or does he think that like she just looks a lot like her so she's going to use her body to give his wife um 
a body. Well, it did mention that she was supposed to be like a sacrifice. Yeah. But I was thinking, because there's one point in the movie where Evelyn says that her mother was Egyptian. And that's kind of why she um, adopted like a love for this Egyptian history and stuff. Yeah. So I was wondering if she was like a long descendant of yeah of her yeah but they never mentioned that they just said that she was meant Mm -hmm. to be a sacrifice yeah maybe it was because she was the only woman there maybe yeah i don't know makes sense um so benny's helping imhotep uh i love when they're celebrating in like the bar and they're like drinking the shots and all of a sudden like they take shots and they're like ugh. And like Jonathan's like, oh, what is that? And immediately Rick knows, like, that's blood. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you see like the water fountain turn to blood, because like that's one of the plagues, is all the water gets turned to blood. Yeah. That was cool. Um, you know, tap breaks into uh Evelyn's room, I think at this point. And um then Rick comes in with the white cat because you learn that. Apparently he's terrified of white cats, which I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's kind of weird to me that like this crazy, powerful mummy is so scared of just a white cat. Well, Egyptians worshipped cats mm. like in ancient Egypt. Um, That's true. Yeah. I don't. They did mention why he was fearful of the cat, but I don't exactly remember what it was. It was something like, like a cat does something. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, but yeah, shit is pretty much hitting the fan. There's like meteors coming from the sky, killing people. Um, Henderson, oh. who is oh, go ahead. Uh, cats were guardians of the underworld. Mm. That's what it was. Makes sense. Uh, Henderson, who is one of the Americans. Um, He's like in his room by himself and he like hears a noise by the window and he like takes his gun out, goes out and looks and all of a sudden all this sand comes in, flying in and he just gets fucking drained like nothing. And Emotep like finally gets like his last or one of his last, um, I guess, bodies that's like helping put his uh, himself together. Basically like a historic Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you think the actor that played Imhotep did? I don't know. He's fine, I guess. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't great, but it wasn't yeah. terrible. Yeah, fair enough. What do you think? I don't know. He didn't really have much dialogue. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to tell. And like a lot of his stuff was CGI, but mm-hmm. he had the look. I was going to say he he fit the profile, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he breaks into Evelyn's room, kisses her, and then Rick kind of chases him off. Um, and then all of a sudden, all these followers start chanting Motep outside, and they all have like boils and sores on them. So I don't know if like Emotep like cursed them, like kind of made them like uh part of his side or like what that whole deal was. Um, but I love the this like little car chase, they're all like on the car and all these like followers are chasing after them, like Rick's just like running over people like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the Americans, Daniels, he ends up 
getting off the car and pretty much tells him to leave and he's like firing guns and then like runs out of bullets and then all of a sudden you see like the the father's just like part you see Emotep just like slowly walk up and like mm-hmm. he's like terrified you know Emotep starts screaming and then Daniel's is like scared as fuck yeah and uh he gets killed um uh, but they pretty much can't do anything against Hemotep. he's too powerful so rick ends up giving him evelyn because he knows that he's going to go to the city of the dead and that's where that that's where they need to find the last book to um i forget what the book is called to uh take away his immortality yeah uh, uh the gold book of amun ra uh, killed okay. the high priest Oh, so the Book of the Dead wasn't Amon Ra. It was the Gold Book, which is like probably like the Heavenly Book. Oh, okay. Which is where that makes Amon sense. Ra St. Brown got his name from. That makes more oh, sense. Uh, it's all coming together. Um, And then one very quick scene, which is probably like one of the coolest scenes in the movie, like looks wise i don't know uh they beat this random like pilot british guy named winston and he agrees chilling in the forest or in the desert yeah agrees (laughs) to fly into the city of the dead and all of a sudden you see like emotap like down on the ground and he like opens up his mouth like really fucking big it it looks terrible cartoonish um Mm -hmm. but the flying the plane is like flying also you see like the sand come up and like turns into his face i thought it looked really fucking cool like yeah it was cool just sick scene it was shitty cgi but like it looked neat like yeah the idea was cool yeah 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 um so they get down into the city of the dead again um they are fighting with emotep i think um eventually uh jonathan gets like a scarab in his skin and i love like rick just like grabs him like he's like hold on one sec just like takes it out (laughs) then like runs towards him and just fucking shoots it like nothing (laughs) rick loves shooting these bugs he does yeah always just fucking shooting them like he could have stomped on that one oh easily yeah (laughs) now i'm gonna fucking blast it away with a shotgun i would probably eat through his shoe wouldn't it go through his foot I guess, yeah, if he didn't crush it. Yeah. Um, so Evelyn is strapped to like this uh sacrificial bench um mm-hmm. beside uh the the wife. I'm not gonna I'm gonna butcher her name again, so um and she's a mummy as well, and Emotep is doing this kind of uh what's the word um sacrifice well yeah sacrifice but like he's saying some like words from a book oh like an incantation yeah incantation and he's about to like stab um well before that because they're when does emotep get the minions because they're like kind of fighting back with emotep and then he decides that he needs more help so he kind of like awakens these minions to help him. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they don't look that great, but I don't know. It, it was kind of like that old school, like Indiana Jones feel like this whole last scene, like yeah, really brought that like adventure to the, to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benji is stealing all, all the gold and running away as per usual. And <laughs> he gets most of it, but then he just wants more of it. So he goes back into it, which was the worst decision of his life. Because <laughs> um, his greed basically killed him. Yeah. Uh, so Rick and Jonathan are trying to find this, uh, the book of Amon-Ra. Um, they end up finding it under one of the statues. And um, this whole like last scene, fight scene, I thought was great like really like brought the movie together and like really then i'm maybe happy watching it mm-hmm. anything from this scene that you want to bring up i don't think so no i'm just going through the notes it's really like fun like comedic action yeah yeah with uh rick mm-hmm. um I love like the 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 shield and spears guys that come in and like I love the scene whenever Rick is he's like fighting like a bunch of them and then he's like getting held down by like just like random bodies because he cut a bunch of them in half and then one is like walking up with like the big gravestone and you see like a hand like crawling and Rick like does a double take like what the fuck grabs it cuts the legs off of the guy holding the the gray stone he falls back gets crushed by the, <laughs> the gray stone uh it's so fun um so jonathan is reading from this book which is taken away uh emotep's mortality mm-hmm. um meanwhile so emotep is going to go run after him but then rick lets Evelyn go and they end up stabbing the wife um, and killing her because they he does like half the spell so I I think she gets like she comes back alive but she's still mortal she ends up fighting with uh, Evelyn a bit um, but she's still mortal so they uh, end up killing her Mm -hmm. Um, and then Jonathan finishes the reading and you see Emotep's soul being carried away, I guess. Uh, Very, very bad CGI. I did not get that part. (laughs) I just felt like it was over the top. Like, yeah. I like that Jonathan was able to like take command of all the mummies too. Oh yeah. 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 Like, cause he was about to kill Rick. Yeah. Cause he was able to, uh, complete the incantation mm-hmm. and that gave him the power to uh i don't know take c- control of them i guess yeah yeah because they end up killing the um the wife yeah they're the ones that killed her yeah yeah um yeah i didn't like the whole like the carriage like going through emotep and getting mm-hmm. his like soul i, I don't know I've, that was too much like over the top i agree um but then Emotep like turns around is gonna about to kill Rick, and then Rick ends up stabbing him um, because Evelyn tells him that he's mortal, and uh, Benny well, ends up. 
Paul, go ahead. I was going to say Rick thought that the uh, the counter curse thing was going to kill him right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he starts bitching at Evelyn. He's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought you said that this is going to kill him. Yeah. But he had already stabbed him. And he's like, he's got his blood all over his hands. And she's like, mm. no, like, it just turned him mortal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're all running away. Um, well, Emotep, like, goes into this, like, pool of, like, water and, like. So bad. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benny ends up coming back. More gold, and they're like running away because the whole place is like does the classic like the whole structure has to like detonate basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're running away, and Benny's like chasing after him, and then like they almost get away, and all like the doors are closing, and like Rick tries to help Benny, Again. but doesn't get there quick enough, and like Benny gets trapped in there, like crawls through, is in the golden, like all the doors are starting to shut. You see like the scarabs coming in and Benny's like torch starting to like die down and just gets killed by all the scarabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they get out, they meet up with, Oh wait, uh, fucking totally missed that. Um, Ardeth sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like runs into like an alley with like a bunch of these like kind of mummies and, um, ends up like sacrificing himself. Uh, yeah, so. But he survives. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does get out. Yeah. Um, so they get back up there, and then they meet up with, with him, and of course, you know, uh, Rick and Evelyn kiss, and they're together, and on to the next adventure, when the mummy returns. <laughs> I don't remember what happens in that movie. I need to watch it again. Me either. All I remember is the rock is in it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's cool. the way the uh, <laughs> nunchucks chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of kung fu in this movie. Totally. Jesus. Yeah. Um. All right. How'd you rate this movie? This was a tough one. Now, there is bias in this rating. Um, so I'll go quality. I'll go a, my letterbox score doesn't really reflect this mm-hmm. score, but I feel you. Yeah. I'll go. <laughs> it's not so, so bad <laughs> at some points. <clears throat> Fuck. Okay. I'll be honest with myself. I'll go with six out of 10. That's higher than I expected. Okay. Okay. Six out of 10 for quality. Um, like we said a bunch of times, the CGI is not good at all. It does not hold up whatsoever. Um, I will say I love the set pieces. were awesome. Mm-hmm. The action scenes were well choreographed. I thought the acting by our main people, like Evelyn and Rick, were great. Mm-hmm. Um, rest of them were okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll go 6 out of 10. Okay. And for story, again, my letterbox score does not reflect this score. Just my bias is just too hard for this movie. Um, I'll go five out of ten. Okay. Uh, Just, I don't know, this feels like made up mummy story. Like, nothing really crazy about it. Like, I do like how they have, like, the ten plagues and they kind of show all that. 
Um, and you do like learn a little bit of like Egyptian stuff, but mm-hmm. I did like most of the characters in this movie, like Benny and Hassan are really liked. I like Jonathan. So I guess the characters is really what made this movie for me, um, story-wise. Mm-hmm. And then like the the score I really liked as well. So I'll go six out of ten and five out of ten, even though like I do love this movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? Um, our scores are f- are reversed. So okay. You gave a six for your quality. I gave it a five. Okay. Um, I I agree with you. Like on all the good points. Well, I agree with you on all of it. Uh, like the acting was really good. The action scenes were awesome. Um, I loved the setting of ancient Egypt. Now I don't know how much of this was actually filmed on location or what was like green screened and whatnot, but whatever the, the location was fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that CGI dude is so bad. And like, I know it's 1999, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like there was movies back then that had a lot of CGI that looked a lot better than this one. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, I don't know. It looked like a, some of it looked like a high school, computer sciences fucking project yeah just wasn't very good uh story i gave it a six um i really enjoyed the like the historical egypt aspect of it even Mm -hmm. even though a lot of it is fabricated Mm -hmm. obviously like i don't i don't know maybe the whole like emotep thing is somewhat legit Mm-hmm. like in in terms of like what actually happened in history yeah but i don't know i just i don't know ancient egypt is such a fascinating time period i don't know i just thought it was really yeah. cool to get some of that mm-hmm. um i don't know what else to say really <laughs> <laughs> i do agree the characters i like jonathan um Rick, Evelyn, mm-hmm. Benny, Hassan, uh, our death. I really liked too. I thought he was a cool yeah. character. Uh, and like Emotep himself, he, like he was all right. Not mm-hmm. a great villain by any means, but some yeah. of the stuff he was able to do, like manipulating the sandstorm and all that was, was neat. Yeah. Um, and I, I also liked seeing the, the 10 plagues or however many of the plagues that we actually saw, but, but Yeah. I don't know. Just a, it's a really fun movie to watch. Yeah, it is. And like, yeah. we grew up in like the perfect time whenever this movie came out. So mm-hmm. obviously, we have a nostalgia feel to it and like a biased opinion yeah. of it. But from a critical standpoint, it's not great. No, no. But, I'm interested to hear the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, let's head on over there and see how they scored it. So the critics consensus, it's difficult to make a persuasive argument for the mummy as any kind of meaningful cinematic achievement, but it's undeniably fun to watch. There it is. So based on that, what do you think it was rated? I want to say like 64. Oh, 60 on the dot. Oh, okay. That's on 101 reviews and an average score of 5.9 out of 10. The audience score was a 75%. 
on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 3.8 out of 5 or a 7.6 out of 10. Damn. All right. So people like this movie. Yeah. A lot. I was happy to see those scores. Like yeah, the critic score, I can understand. Like, yeah. From a critical standpoint, it's not great. Mm-hmm. But just, I don't know. As as movie fans, it's just a fun one to watch. Yeah. Uh, so Letterboxd is slightly less than the audience. Um, has a 3.5 out of 5. Um, I give it a 4. I believe you gave it a 4 as well. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, our friend Alan gave it a 3 out of 5. As always. Yep. Um, I think I saw a couple more on here. I know Anthony was on here somewhere. Yeah, Anthony, uh, here be monster. I gave it a four and a half. So he's around our age too. So I would assume that. Uh, Jensen gave it a four to five as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. Uh, Slosh of Captain, four and a half. Again, he's around our age. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his review, The Pinnacle of My Childhood. Yeah. So, yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, Screaming Cinema, three and a half. That's it. Nice. Have you seen the Tom Cruise one yet? No. Uh, Have you? No. Yeah. I'm just wondering like, if it follows the same sort of plot line or. Yeah. I know there's I a female mummy in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that movie was supposed to be like the start of like the, um, not the creature feature, but like the. Oh, like the Universal Monsters. Yeah. Right. Because the Invisible Man was like a part of that, but they kind of like didn't connect them together. Yeah. So. Hmm. Be interesting to see how different that one is, like what that storyline is. Yeah. All right. Ready for our cunning stunts. Okay, how did you rate the stunts in this movie? Uh, I would say a solid 5 out of 10. Like, um, there wasn't like any crazy fight scenes or like like gun scenes but i just like the choreography and like the way they set up like a couple of the battles i thought was like mm. kind of similar to well one scene maybe a couple of scenes like similar to uh the way the movie just did hard-boiled like where there's like so much happening in this one scene um and i did like the see the final fight scene with uh rick although like it must have been so weird for like rick to like do those fight scenes at the end because it's like <laughs> he's not fighting anyone he's fighting just like cgi uh, cgi so yeah yeah five out of ten all right um favorite stunt should have thought about this before i don't know i guess i'll go with now that you brought it up with uh the rick hanning scene mm. of him dropping down like that and like he actually did that. Yeah. Because even Hassan's like, he's like, oh, his neck didn't break or something. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, no. that could have been a possibility, right? <laughs> now we have so, the pleasure of watching him choke out. <laughs> yeah. I know that's kind of like a boring ass answer, but mm. I don't know. Yeah. And then which stunt would I do? 
This one's tough. It is. Fly in the plane with the giant mummy mouth eating me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna rate these stunts a seven out of ten. Okay. Uh five is like a good base point, but like the fact that Brendan Fraser did all his stunts by himself and like some of the stuff that he had to do. Yeah. Uh, I think it bumps it up. Plus, like the fight scene on the ship was fucking awesome with like all the fire going off, the explosions, people getting thrown off the deck, mm-hmm. and uh that last fight scene too, like that you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just it was just a fun seek like it had a lot of fun action sequences to it. Uh so that's where my seven comes from. My favorite stunt is the stunt that you would want to try was the airplane one. Okay. Nice. I just thought it was really cool because like they're flying this like fucking World War One yeah. plane through the sandstorm, like they're upside down and they have to like yeah. crash land and stuff. And you got fucking Jonathan hanging off a wing. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just crazy. Yeah. Um, and as for the stunt that I would do, like, I don't know, man. Cause it's like a lot of the stunts in this movie are just like fight scenes mm-hmm. and that airplane. I don't know. I don't want to say the same one that you did, but realistically, that's the only one that's not just a fight scene. Like, I don't want to get hanged. You could take a scarab beetle up the ass. I don't want to do that either. Okay. <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. Fuck. Put me on that ship. Let me fight some pirates. All right. All right. I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. But yeah. That wraps it up. Yeah. Time for you to pick your movie for next week. I'm excited to see what you come up with because you said you had a bunch of movies that you couldn't decide on. Yeah. Yeah. Finally landed on one. Um I think you're gonna be excited about it. Don't say the mummy uh, returns. No. <laughs> <laughs> um I know that our next episode is gonna release a week after halloween but i still wanted to be a part of the uh the spooky season for action for sure so we're going to be doing our first superhero movie oh okay and we're going to be talking about 1997's spawn oh okay yeah yes awesome yeah more terrible CGI. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched this movie since I was probably 10 years old. Yeah. But I looked up one of the reviews and like some of the reviews were like, yeah, this movie isn't good, but the practical effects and stuff like are great. So I don't mm. know. I'm interested to see how it is. Um, I only remember the clown from it who I guess is John Leguizimo, which yeah, is hilarious. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it because, like, Michael Jai White has kind mm-hmm. of blown up since, like, that movie. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Great pick. I'm excited. Yeah. I thought, uh, when you said superhero movie, I thought you were going to say, like, New Mutants or something like that. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> ah, that's good. Spawn is awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah. I my my runner up was uh from Dust Till Dawn. Okay, that's a good one too. Yeah. That would have been good too. Yeah. So sweet. I'm excited. I know people are probably like, oh, these guys haven't picked a army movie or Sylvester Stallone. It's like go listen to other podcasts. <laughs> we pick some weird movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get to them eventually. Yeah, eventually. I mean, we did a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Keep them at bay. Anyways, thanks for listening to the episode. If you want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Fury Road on Instagram. We also have another podcast called Podcasts on Elm Street. Check that one out too. It's all horror movies. Um, I mean, we're in the month of October. It's a perfect time to yeah. listen to a podcast about horror movies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Yeah, me too. All right, All right guys. Well, talk to you in a couple of weeks. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>